Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Bienvenidos al episodio 58. Welcome to episode 58 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In this episode, we're going to learn Spanish with the lyrics to another one of my favorite songs. We'll learn some new vocabulary and about how reflexive verbs are used in Spanish. Así que vamos a empezar, so let's get started. Bienvenidos! Welcome to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you probably know that bachata is a genre of Latin music from the Dominican Republic. In this episode, we'll learn about reflexive verbs and some new vocabulary from one of my favorite bachata songs by Juan Soriano. The name of the song is Vocales de Amor, which translates to Vowels of Love. You'll be able to hear the entire song and get the full lyrics and translation on our show notes page at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com forward slash 58. That's LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 58. We'll also have a vocabulary review with some keywords and phrases for the song on the show notes page. So make sure you check it out so you can follow along with the lyrics. And like I said, again, hear the song and get the full translation. So now let's get started with the first verse. The song starts out, Ya yo no sé lo que hago. Ya yo no sé lo que hago. Now, ya is used in many different ways and it has several different meanings depending on the context. But when it's used on its own, it typically means now. 
as in aslo ja, do it now. So ja jo no se means now I don't know. So that jo no se is I don't know. This could also just be ja no se, but the jo is added here for emphasis. He's saying, I really don't know what to do with myself. Then he says, lo que hago. Now, if you remember from the last episode, this lo que is best thought of as a phrase that simply means what in English. Lo que is the word what when you're making a statement and not asking a question. Hago is the yo or I form of the irregular verb hacer in the present tense. So hago can be translated into English as I do or I make. However, sometimes the present tense of a verb in Spanish is better translated into English with the present continuous or ing form of a verb. So in this case, it would sound strange if I said, now I don't know what I do in English we'd probably say, now I don't know what I'm doing. So that first line, ya yo no sé lo que hago, is now I don't know what I'm doing. Then he says, ya yo no sé lo que hacer. Ya yo no sé lo que hacer. So again, we have very similar to the first line, that ya yo no sé, so now I don't know. This time though, he says, lo que hacer. Lo que hacer. So that hacer is the infinitive form of the verb, which is to do or to make. In this case, it means to do. So, ya yo no sé lo que hacer is now I don't know what to do. Then he says, mi vida se está acabando. Mi vida se está acabando. Which is, my life is ending. So, mi vida is my life and this se está acabando means is ending. So the se está acabando is referring to my life or vida. And it's saying ending. So this acabando is the verb acabar, which is to end. And this is actually the present continuous form in Spanish. So the equivalent to the ing ending in English in Spanish is either a-n-d-o or i-e-n-d-o. So it's either yendo or ando. So if it's a verb like acabar that ends in AR, the ending is going to be ando. So acabando. Then he says, ¿Por qué se fue mi mujer? ¿Por qué se fue mi mujer? Which is, because my woman left. So this is an example where the word order is a little bit different in English. So if you were to directly or literally translate this, it would be because left my woman. Um, and in Spanish, that's perfectly fine. But in English, we really can't say it that way. It just doesn't sound right. So we would change the word order with the translation. But that mi mujer means my woman. So that is a little translation. And se fue means left. Now, se fue is the preterite past tense of the verb irse. Irse. So that se fue in the past tense means she left. Now, irse is an example of a reflexive verb. Reflexive verbs indicate that someone or something is performing an action on itself. 
So they're easy to identify because they end with se, which is S-E. So for example, the verb ir, which means to go, is not a reflexive verb, but irse, which means to leave, is reflexive. It means that the person speaking is the one that is going. So we would translate that in English as to leave. Reflexive verbs are conjugated by placing the se ending at the beginning and conjugating the verb as you normally would. So as a quick refresher for the verb ir, this is an irregular verb. So in the present tense, it's conjugated as yo voy, tú vas, él, ella, usted va, nosotros vamos, ellos, ellas, ustedes van. As a reflexive verb, irse in the present tense would turn to se va, she leaves. So the se goes at the beginning and you use the regular verb conjugation. So now I want you to think about it for a second. How do you think you would say they leave? Se van. Se van. And that's because you are using the form for ellos or ellas to say they. And they leave would be ellos se van. Or you could simply say se van because it's understood from the conjugation what you are talking about. Okay? So the se changes to me or me when you're speaking about an action that you're doing. So, for example, a very common use of irse is me voy, which means I'm leaving. The se changes to te when you're talking directly to someone else about an action they're doing. So, if I wanted to ask someone, are you leaving? I could simply say, te vas, te vas. And finally, for the we or nosotros form, we would replace the se with nos. So, how would you say we're leaving? Nos vamos. Nos vamos. So, that's we're using the nosotros conjugation of the verb ir, and we're adding the nos in the front to replace se because we're talking about nosotros. So, reflexive verbs can be pretty easy once you have this pattern down. Um, a few other examples of reflexive verbs are sentirse sentirse, which is to feel. So I could say, se siente bien, which means he feels good, or me siento bien, I feel good. Another example of a reflexive verb is levantarse, levantarse, which means to get up. So if I wanted to say, she gets up at 9 a.m., I would say, ella se levanta a las nueve, or simply, se levanta a las nueve. So the se goes in front of the conjugation of the verb levantar, and we're using the present tense, so it's simply se levanta. If I wanted to say, I get up every morning at 6 a.m., I would say, me levanto a las seis de la mañana. Me levanto a las seis de la mañana. So that's me instead of se, because I'm talking about yo or I, and is levanto, so me levanto. And finally, another common reflexive verb is preocuparse, preocuparse, which means to worry. 
So you may be familiar with the common saying using preocuparse, which uh, you might have heard someone say before, no te preocupes, no te preocupes, which means don't you worry or don't worry about it. So that's just a quick overview of reflexive verbs. Again, there's so much more to get into, but that is uh, the basic pattern. So hopefully that was helpful. So if you hear that say again, you know that you might be dealing with a reflexive verb. So getting back to the song lyrics, in the next line he says, Todo lo veo distinto. Todo lo veo distinto. Which means, I see everything differently. Then he says, Desde que ella se me fue. Desde que ella se me fue. Which means, since she left me. Now, this phrase, se me fue, is interesting because the me is added between se fue, right? It's right in the middle there. So we already know that se fue means she left. Now, adding the me is telling you who she left. So in this case, se me fue means she left me. Then he says again, todo lo veo distinto. I see everything differently. Desde que ella se me fue, since she left me. Paso las noches pensando. Paso las noches pensando. This means I spend my nights thinking, or I spend the nights thinking. So paso is from the verb pasar, which is to spend when you're talking about time. So not to spend money, that would be gastar, but in this case pasar is to spend time. So paso is I spend and then he says, las noches pensando. Now here in Spanish, he's saying las noches. And in English, we probably wouldn't say uh, the nights. We'd probably just say nights. Or we might say I spend my nights thinking. So um, we probably wouldn't use that las or the the in English. But in any case, he says, you know, spend my nights pensando, which is, again, we have another example of the present continuous or that ing form uh, that we would use in English. So this pensando is the verb pensar, and it's the present continuous, and so in English that would be thinking. So I spend my nights thinking, I se me fue mi mujer. I se me fue mi mujer. So this I is in Spanish is really just more, you know, expression that means something in English like oh. So we say oh my woman left me. That se me fue, you know, she left me, and mi mujer, my woman. So again, this is where the word order in Spanish would be different. In English, we wouldn't say, oh, she left me, my woman. We would say, oh, my woman left me. And that's the end of the first verse. The second verse starts, yo ya no vivo sin ella. Yo ya no vivo sin ella. He mentioned earlier that ya means now. But when it's used with other words and in expressions, it does change the meaning. So in this case, we have the combination of ja with the word no. So we have ja no, which really means instead of now, it means no longer or anymore. So that ja no is no longer or anymore. So when he says yo ja no vivo, he's saying I'm not living anymore. Sin ella. So that sin is without and ella is her. So 
I'm not living anymore without her. So his life is not fulfilled. He doesn't feel like he's living because she's not around. Then he says, Quiero que vuelva otra vez. Quiero que vuelva otra vez. Which means, I want her to come back again. Or I want her back again. Now, vuelva is from the irregular verb volver, which means to return or to come back. Then he says, Hay día y noche sufriendo. Hay día y noche sufriendo. So now we have another present continuous, but we have sufriendo from the verb sufrir. So you can see how, as I mentioned earlier, that ending can be A-N-D-O for the I-N-G in English or I-E-N-D-O when you have an I-R verb like sufrir. So hay día y noche sufriendo, which I'm sure you all know día y noche, which is day and night. So he's saying, oh, I'm suffering day and night. Then he says, Ay, yo quiero a mi mujer. Ay, yo quiero a mi mujer. So he's saying, oh, I want my woman. Now, there is um, another little point I will make here. So he says, a mi mujer. Quiero a mi mujer. So why doesn't he just say, quiero mi mujer, right? So there is this rule in Spanish that anytime you're referring to an action that's happening to a person, you use what's called the personal a. Okay, so if I was to say, um, I see her, or I see Maria, I would say, veo a Maria. I wouldn't say, veo Maria. Okay, so to distinguish that something isn't an object, and I'm referring to a person, uh, that personal a is placed there. So he's saying, quiero a mi mujer. I would say, veo a Maria. All right, so that's just something to keep in mind. So when you see that a, it's not really the preposition to, um, like in other cases or at. In this case, it's just a, a grammar rule here in Spanish that anytime the action is being done to a person, we add the a before the subject. All right, so then he says again, todo lo veo distinto, the same line from the first verse, so I see everything differently. Desde que ella se me fue. And he repeats that one more time. I see everything differently since she left me. Todo lo veo distinto desde que ella se me fue. Se me fue. And he repeats again. Hay día y noche sufriendo. Oh, suffering day and night. Ay, yo quiero a mi mujer. Oh, I want my woman. And then for the chorus. So the chorus should be pretty simple. He's literally spelling out the word love in Spanish. So he says, A-M-O-R. A-M-O-R. And then uh, there's some other singers that say, Amor, amor, amor es lo que siento por ti. Amor, amor, amor es lo que siento por ti. So love, love, love is what I feel for you. So that por ti is for you. Uh, and then that just repeats over and over again, and that's pretty much the chorus, Okay. So I hope you enjoyed that breakdown. This was just the first two verses and the chorus. Now I do have, as I mentioned earlier, uh, the entire lyrics and the translation on the show notes page. So if you're interested in hearing the song, it's really a great song, and you want to see the full lyrics and translation, go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com forward slash 58. That's LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash 58. And you'll be able to get 
all the vocabulary from the song as well as the lyrics with the translation, okay? So I hope you enjoyed learning a little bit of grammar. I know we talked about the personal I in Spanish. We also talked about the present continuous or that ing form. And we talked a little bit about reflexive verbs. So that's three grammar hits we got from just one song, which again is why I love learning and teaching Spanish with music because there's so much that's relevant when you use authentic content. It's actually from real Spanish speakers that's made for other Spanish speakers. So that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed learning with the song Bocadas de Amor by Juan Soriano. And until the next episode, I hope again that one thing that you learned today has taken you at least a step closer from being a Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com. <laughs>